The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP Radio Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hardly Kayfabe, your home for pro wrestling talk right here on the network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your three hosts, alongside, as always, Christopher Chavez. What up, what up, what up? And Johnny Townsend. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it being a guest on this beautiful show. (laughs) I am just, for the fans so they know, I'm just like... New Jack, if I had actually murdered somebody, but I haven't. So I guess I'm not like New Jack. <laughs> yes. All right, everybody. Um lots of lots of stuff to talk about on you know this week's episode. More so news on the uh the CM Punks essentially. Uh oh, bit, yeah. bit of a uh, uh I'm not gonna say it was a exciting week of 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 television for WWE, but um you know, I think it was more, yeah, more on the CM Punks th- this week on our end. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. WWE television this this past couple. I mean, it's not that they were bad. They're they're still pr- doing pretty decent. Um, but you know, it wasn't anything that was too exciting happening. A lot of it's just kind of leading up to Hell in a Cell. I think probably the most exciting thing that's happening with the E right now is the Fiend. Yeah, I'd say the Fiend, and then the other thing would be the NXT stuff is actually getting good again, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm really glad people are getting to see that Keith Lee can freaking go. Yeah, that dude's a freak. Uh, that dude's amazing. Yeah, he belongs on he bl- belongs on regular television. That's yeah. it's 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 good to see that man. He, I love a big man who can work. Uh, you know, I was just had this discussion yesterday. I guest hosted on a show that was at our PodCon, um, the Atomic Drop Show, and I was just you know discussing. We were we were covering in your house for. And we were, um, I was just like, man, I really like big guys who can work, who can do this and that, but they typically don't get booked that way. Uh, a lot of the times we were actually discussing Yoko Zuna versus King Mabel, uh, you know, two very good big men who could work, but they, the match wasn't booked that way. But, uh, I'm glad to see they're giving Keith Lee, you know, the, I mean, pretty much freedom to do whatever he wants in a, in a move perspective. I mean, the dudes that do can fly around. He's yeah, he's, he's been really enjoyable to watch so far. Yep, for sure, hundred percent. I'm the same way with you. It's more impressive to me when, uh, when a big guy can fly around like that and can move really well. That's why I always loved Rikishi. You know, he's a big guy and he can throw those super kicks pretty amazingly. Uh, it's the same thing with, uh, uh, you know, in basketball, the most impressive people when in the dunk contest are the smaller guys. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Spud, Spud Webb used to be able to dunk back in the day? He won. He's one of the ones who won a, a slam dunk. Yeah, and he's a, and he's yeah. a tiny dude. Yeah, he's like five ten somewhere around in there. Oh, really? I thought, short, he was, he, I thought he was. Shorter no, he's shorter than that. He is shorter than that. Yeah, yeah. Muggsy yeah. Bugs was the shortest guy in the NBA, and he was five four. And I think he was Spud Webb might have been barely taller than him. Nice. <laughs> yes, sir. There's just some basketball drop. Five, he there. was five seven. Just so you know. Five, okay, there you go. Five, there you seven. go. Now, right. now, now that we got that out of the way. Yeah, thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, dude, so not so much happening. Uh, You know, everybody's kind of just kind of waiting, right? We're all waiting to see what's going to happen when SmackDown moves to Fox. We're all waiting to see what happens when AEW has their first television. I guarantee that first episode is going to be the highest rated probably wrestling uh, of the week or even the month. Yeah, it could even be larger than that, Uh, you know. Big wrestling views in, in quite some time. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing the the ratings report, which is weird. I mean, we usually like to see it just to kind of criticize, you know, the ease product essentially. But uh, there's a general curiosity here, and mm-hmm. you know, I I think and I I hope for AEW's sake that this isn't this process hasn't taken too long, where uh, you know they. That the, the the fire, like that everybody's excitement level is kind of just kind of petered out a little bit. I'm really hoping it's not at that point quite, you know, quite yet. It's, yeah. it's I mean, people are excited, but you can tell the buzz has 
It's not flooding social media like it used to, like it did five, six months ago. Um, you know, and, and I hope it doesn't hurt AEW's it, you know. Yeah, I don't all, think but, it will. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that's a good point, though, Matt. Uh, you know, as a famous wrestler like to say, the the wrestling fans can be fickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's 100% true. Uh, I think that's all. I mean, you know, I, let's, let's bring up The Fiend, for example. You know, I'd mentioned earlier on one of the earlier episodes that I thought maybe already jumping him into a championship match was too fast. But, you know, you got to look at how wrestling fans are. If you don't just do it when they're hot for somebody, then when you do do it, they might not even care. So uh, that's kind of with AEW. I was noticing on their social media stuff, like they're, you know, they have a YouTube channel and uh, I follow and subscribe to that. And I've, and I've, for whatever reason, I got on this thing of uh, seeing how many uh, downloads or not downloads or views they got on their videos that they would post. Mm-hmm. And and it's not that they're not getting a lot. They are getting a lot, but it, I don't know, to me, it seems like it should be bigger than what it is. Yeah. Um, like, like it seemed like, I mean, there's when freaking PewDiePie is making bajillion <laughs> million views, uh, you know, uh, at AEW could barely get a hundred K. It seems like something's wrong. Yeah, oh, it tells you. It no tells offense, you where the no youth is to today. PewDiePie fans. Yeah, <laughs> tells you where the youth is today. Uh, no, yeah. I really, just, I think overall, though, you know, there is an anticipation for what's coming, and we've all been talking about it for the past few months. We're all excited. It feels like the old days of the two companies going head to head and pushing each other creatively. So yeah. I think well, that first Marks, episode uh, is going to go nuts. I think. I think I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I do think so too. But I think the cause for concern is. We, us three, I think it's safe to say are, are wrestling nerds, we're marks, whatever you want to call us. We're hardcore into this stuff. So we're going to be excited for this no matter what. But what about the layman guy out there? Yeah. The one who's only kind of into it is has his interest kind of waned and he'll, maybe be, he'll forget yeah. to watch it. They're doing a good job of advertising it, though. I was going to say, I don't know. <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I don't know how he's going to forget to watch it with all the commercials and advertising. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think there's like so. seven. There's there's uh eighteen wheelers now with AEW plastered all over them. TNT. Right. Yeah, it's we need awesome. to do some. Uh, we need to do some uh, work on that so we can put our faces on those. <laughs> got MJF on Twitter just killing it right now. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> um. But speaking of CM Punk's man, is there anything that you've guys seen uh, or heard on the CM Punk? CM Punk's whispering in anybody's ears. Oh yeah. Speaking of the CM Punk's, uh, the little birdie went out today. Uh, was stating that CM Punk has actually auditioned for a role with Fox's. Uh, what's the show called? Uh, Fox's backstage WWE show, uh, essentially, which is uh, yeah, WWE huh. backstage is the official name of it, which is interesting. Um, you know, I, I figured his return to around wrestling would be in a wrestling role, perhaps. Uh, but I was a little surprised to see this, and then I heard some explanations, and it kind of made sense. I, I figured if if Punk ever went to, you know, came back around wrestling, AEW would be its destination because of all the hardship that uh, WWE put him through. But uh, people explain that he's not going to make, you know, the best place for him to make money is WWE. So he's kind of, I I, I don't know if he's just selling himself. Sh- sell himself out yeah. i guess is the terminology uh you know kind of going against what he what he said all the, those years ago about right wanting to be happy and, and and whatnot but um it it makes sense it, it it definitely makes sense we whatever you think of it at this point is the money machine uh for now uh we don't know what's to come of aew but yeah um bold bold and, and he's interesting got some, and he's got some court costs to pay doesn't he this yes. is true. Yeah. Yes. So he probably, I mean, he's probably selling his soul and, for a moment yeah. because he just needs to pay those bills. You, you got to get the best paying job you can when you're going to go around and sue your best friends. That's you just mean, how it is. <laughs> you have to, dude. Yeah. Or when your best friends sue you, you got to be prepared for this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, what do you think of this, man? What do you think of CM Punk? Because the, the idea was, as he said, he was done with wrestling, so he wasn't going to return to the ring. And then we know he had this kind of venomous kind of attitude toward the E and the establishment and not wanting to be a part of it again. So now that we hear that this could be the case, he's returning thoughts. Well, he has been doing a lot of commentary stuff with like uh, MMA stuff. Correct. I think, he I has believe been. so. Yeah. Uh, so if he doesn't want to actually get in the ring again, this is probably the closest we'll ever get uh, to seeing him around. I mean, obviously he's a good talker. And when he did do 
commentary in the WWE back then when he was working for them, and I think he was injured, so they just put him on the commentary team for a little bit. Yep. Uh, he was quite good, from what I remember, so I think he'll do very well at it, but I think everybody, including myself, is going to be a little disappointed if he's not in the ring. Yeah, well, I think it feels like this is his way of dipping his toe in the water, you know, to see yeah. if it feels okay. And once he starts to see it's how kinda, it's not so yeah. bad, he's going to jump in. It's kind of like when Macho Man went to commentary. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was he was good, but, you know, he just – Macho Man's got to be in the ring. Well, he was he was kind of forced into that, remember? Because he, did, they yeah, did, he, he wanted to go back into the ring, and they wouldn't let him, and that's why he, he peaced out. Um, right, yeah. I mean, I agree, but the, the situation's kind of the same. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. In, in I want to see him wrestle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you guys this. What are your thoughts? Have you guys seen that the uh, John uh, John Morrison's returning? Yeah, this is an interesting move. I mean, Morrison's been pretty hot lately, and as far as like uh, you know, getting around on the on the independent scene, the the wrestling scene uh, nationally, and I think it was a great move on the East part. I don't know what kind of role he's going to to get. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a major push or anything like that, but you know the WWE is known to bring back some of these stars of the last, I don't know, the last decade or right, so, try, early, early decade. Try to touch get a some, little nostalgia, a, just a little bit, you know, to get some name that you know, a little bit of name value perhaps, and, and Morrison still can go, um, you know. So I mean, I would love to see that him get a bit of a push, uh, but I think if he does get any sort of push, he's going to be in the line, you know in that, like, Drew McIntyre kind of, you know, area where, oh, he's good, but we're not going to throw a title on him or, you know, kind of like, kind of like that. That might be the really extension uh, that Morrison gets, which, you know, I mean, as long as he's putting on great matches, you know, I, I think that's all that really matters in the long run. But, um, but yeah, an excellent ad for the E. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, obviously, he's good. Uh, they knew he was good before. Uh, yeah. So, uh you know, I hope I Come. hope uh, that he gets to put on some awesome stuff. I mean, there's a lot of new matchups we can have now since he's been gone long enough. So, does he come back singles or do they tag him up with someone? Ooh, I, I'd say singles. Hmm. I do want to see him and Miz go at it at least once. I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for old time's sake. Didn't him and our Tr- truth have a team for a little bit? I want to say that they did. I know Miz and R-Truth did. Miz and R-Truth. I could have swore Morrison and Truth had so Maybe I'm wrong. They may have. They may have. I don't remember that It could be cool to see him come back as a, you know, to kind of spice up the Miz again. Um, Yeah, he needs something. Yeah, for sure. And then then how about it? Or just... No, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, or what if he comes back and uh, to take the 24-7 title? (laughs) Like, that's how he comes back. The first night back, he literally takes the title. (laughs) Well, uh, power to him. (laughs) It's a good way to come back. Yeah, as long as he gets to, you know, it's a little uh, something. consummate his marriage afterwards, we're, it'll be all good. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I guess that's it, right? There wasn't too much to talk about in the E this week. Um, Those were the big things. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and AEW now, I guess we could say. I, oh, there was the other thing. I think uh, the other big news in the wrestling world is that Impact is moving to Axis or AXS, whatever you call that channel. And I guess it's a bigger a bigger deal, a bigger, uh, you know, a, a wider audience. I don't have the channel or, or I don't know what it is, honestly. I don't watch live TV. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Uh, but, you know. I'm happy to have more wrestling for wrestlers to be able to go to and make a paycheck. So uh, I'm all for this. Maybe this will help them get even bigger. I've heard from people. I have not seen it myself. uh, That impact's actually been fairly decent and actually getting better and better uh, here lately. So uh, they they have some real talent there. They do have some hidden gems. Uh, You know, a lot of guys that I've seen on the independent level that are going there. I think, you know, Impact has been really smart about what they've done over the last couple of years. Despite it, you know, not being what it was in the early 2000s when you had Hogan and Bischoff and stuff there. They were smart. They condensed. They got smaller. And now they're, I mean, they're a, a, they're about Ring of Honor level, I'd have to say. And, uh, you know, as far as notoriety. I, I might even put them... I might even put them a little bit above Ring of Honor right now. I would, I yeah. would have to agree. Yeah. I would have to agree. They got yeah. some great guys. One of them is coming to town this weekend for Empire State Wrestling. Uh, Ethan Page, you know, and oh, Josh nice. Alexander. So they got a good, uh, they got a really good mix of guys there. Young guys who, uh, 
you know, it, it, it's nice because they, yeah, they get to travel and, and whatnot. But yeah, very good crew of guys. And I think people, it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, if, like I said, it's not going to be the TNA. We're the Team 3D, Sting, Christian, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, nothing like that. But they're trying something new, and they're giving a lot more exposure to a lot of a uh, lot of good kind of hidden gems as far as wrestlers go. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to stop this real, just for a quick second, not stop the recording, but just a pause. Uh, hey, Johnny, did, did you did you notice this too, Matt? You you're got super loud there for a second. I did? Oh, yeah, you're really loud. Oh. To me, he's the same level. He hasn't changed. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, you know what? You're loud too. Uh-oh. Why are you guys so loud? What if what if we just talk like this? Nah. All right, I'm just turning the, I'm just turning it down in my ears right now. Okay. All right, we're back at it. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, uh, but it is a big deal for them to to get a, a little bit of a wider audience, and I agree with you, Johnny. You know, more more wrestling, for, uh, you know, opportunities for some of these wrestlers to get a chance to put their name out and maybe get a chance at doing one of two things: making a name for uh, their new promotion, you know, may, and maybe making that promotion a, a contender or giving them a chance at going to either the E or AEW here in the future. And and plus. Right now, I mean, they would be the super duper underdogs because, I mean, they're not the top two. Uh, and, you know, if I was a new wrestler coming in and I got to wrestle for them, I'd, I'd put another chip on my shoulder to want to really show people who we are. You know, I'd have a lot more pride in them, probably. Yeah. Speaking of pride, our topic today is completely opposite of pride, right? Our topic today, <laughs> Johnny, what was it that you. Uh, what, what was the exact term or what was it you sent us that we were just like, oh, this is we got to talk like this would be a great topic for the show. All right. So Wade Keller, who's kind of like, a you know, a, a Meltzer light type of guy. Yeah, I guess would be the best way to put it. Uh, I was always a Keller guy than a Meltzer guy. Uh, that's just me, though. Uh, he put out a tweet that I thought was really interesting. And it was if you could remove one person from pro wrestling history from ever entering the business because of. Uh, the cassating effects of their absence or just the absence of their awfulness, who would it be? So in other words, if you can get rid of any person from wrestling's history, uh, let's say we want this person to never have actually gotten to wrestling, who would that be? Yes, this is a great, great topic because we know there are a number of wrestlers uh, in the history of wrestling who fit the bill. Um, as a fan, we can say this person or that person because to us – you know, it it does it. It would just be better overall uh, within the business, right? There's workers and there and there and there's wrestlers who would say, "I'd be happy if this person wasn't a part of wrestling ever again." Um, yeah. So so it's it's definitely it's it's there. It's not like this is the kind of world where oh these are all great guys. Uh, I'm gonna start only because you guys already know. So I want to just kinda, I'm gonna throw them out there and we'll discuss it. But I'm I'm one of the, the immediately when I saw that. The first person that came to mind for me was New Jack from ECW. Uh, <laughs> and this was because I knew this guy had a uh, um, I remember just the, having discussions with friends and and reading things and talking about how like this guy had like no care about the safety of others. It seemed because there were so many times this guy just uh, was hardcore, stiff, 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 hit, you know, hits and, and stiff spots. Um, so much so that a lot of times some of his matches turned in just shoot. They were just going to town and he'd had no problem, you know, uh, injuring another person, going out of his way to almost kill people. Oh, he killed people. Oh, he did, didn't he? <laughs> Officially, he was part of the, uh, they call it the mass transit incident. Oh, in that's right. You ever heard of that one? I okay. have, yes. Yeah. I mean, granted, this mass transit shouldn't have ever been allowed in a wrestling ring. I think it was an underage. I think he was relatively underage. Um, but but yeah, he beat the, excuse my language, but yeah. he beat the fuck out of him. And he pretty much bled out and died. And his dad tried to sue ECW and I think New Jack. And yeah, it was just mind boggling. Uh, New Jack has no regard for anybody, and he took pro wrestling way too seriously. And this is a great one, um, an excellent choice that even I didn't even think of. Yeah. Um, but an absolute stain on the pro wrestling business. He, he kind of represents the lawlessness of the 
you know, the early to mid nineties that's Yeah, and I don't feel like it's just early to mid nineties. I feel like sometimes there are guys that are still out there today that kind of embrace kayfabe and and make it their life you know what i mean like all of a sudden they are the heel in real life they are this person acting this way and they have and basically it's just straight up being a, a an asshole right um but but like when you when when you look at new jack there was some of the things i was looking here uh i i, I, I looked into and i was reading more of it i was like holy cow i forgot about some of this stuff but this one i did not know um apparently <laughs> It says here in 2003, New Jack was in a memorable hardcore match with longtime wrestler uh, Gypsy Joe. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's not the one. Here it is. In October 2004, New Jack, wrestling for Thunder Wrestling Federation, was scheduled to fight fellow wrestler William Jason Lane. During the match, New Jack pulled out a metal blade from his camouflage wrestling attire and stabbed Lane 14 times. This action caused New Jack to receive various felony charges, included, including for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated assault to commit murder. Uh, New Jack claims that the two met prior to the match and agreed to use a piece of metal to inflict injury. Uh, that's insane. Does that mean to stab, though? <laughs> <laughs> that's a jump, you know. And uh, it's a blade. Yeah. Uh, I think something we should do with this is whenever one of us presents a guy and then you present your case for that, uh, the other two of us should see if we agree or disagree with erasing this person from the history. So yes, and so I'm going to agree with you. Uh, let's. He doesn't need to wrestle ever. So I'm with you on this one. New Jack can go. Oh, you know, I'm. Gonna I don't be, see any reason to keep him around. I'm going to be on the other side of that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, he's <laughs> bro. He needs to disappear like Infinity Stones. Like snap and make him go away. It, New Jack is, yeah, just an absolute turd, a shit stain on the pro wrestling business. Um, you know, when as a pro wrestler, former pro wrestler myself, when you're in the ring with a guy, you are expected to take care of each other. And I get it, you know, back in the day that man's man kind of, it was rough. Uh, but stabbing somebody uh, in a wrestling ring, that's that's just too far. So, yeah, New yeah. Jack's got to go. I did want to uh, just kind of... Re um get into the mass transit thing real quick here so the guy didn't die from the bleeding out though so it says here um this kid was an untrained 17 year old who convinced booker paul Heyman that he was 23 and that he had been trained by veteran killer kowalski uh the kid requested that new jack blade him during the match and he he happily obliged and did it incorrectly causing excessive bleeding uh the kid was hospitalized as a result eventually receiving 50 stitches Bro, 50 stitches on a blade job? Come on. New Jack was charged with aggravated assault but was acquitted. The kid subsequently sued New Jack and ECW but lost the case. He died in 2002 at the age of 22 due to complications from gastric bypass surgery. His parents tried to sue New Jack because they believed their son's death was caused due to depression and a major eating disorder uh, that he basically but that that you know he got into after what happened with him and New Jack. But yeah, this guy didn't give a shit, man. He would go out of his way to to he didn't care if he killed you. He would not care. So yeah, this guy needs to go. Agreed. So yeah. uh, he's gone. He's off the boat. Peace. He what, gone. What you guys got? Johnny, you go ahead. You go ahead. All right. So I was racking my brain on this. I was trying to think of who can I think of that. <laughs> I feel like you're going to say who I. Of, if I get rid of them, uh, like it doesn't affect wrestling at all. And I still get to keep all the stuff I love because they have no effect on it. Uh, I thought and thought and thought. And then I was like, yeah, I, I don't think it would really change much. And, uh, I'm going to go with Lex Luger for my first one. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to all you Luger fans out there if, if you exist. Uh, so, I've, man, I've never, ever gotten the appeal of this guy. This is me personally. I'm talking from a personal space here. Uh, he's never appealed to me. I'm never against somebody losing their job or anything like that. But, you know, every time he was on TV, I did not care. <laughs> uh, so, and I've heard his reputation, especially back then was not the greatest. Yeah. So I think he's actually, a, 
he seems to be. I mean, I don't know. I haven't ever met him, but he seems to be better now, thankfully. But yeah, I think he's a he's uh, a he, he's a god person now. He goes around and preaches yes, god preaches now. God's word now and talks about the dangers of drugs and and driving motorcycles and torture racks. Um, yeah, yeah that's his new thing. Torture racks. Yeah, uh, you know, I guess Sting finally got to him. <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, I had to go Lex Luger. Like he doesn't, to me, you can get rid of him and it's pretty clean. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> like it doesn't affect much. What about and the only thing? I, the only thing I can think of the effect would be he was the first guy to jump over to WCW when uh, they were kind of going against each other. Right. Uh, but you still would have gotten the NWO because you know he had nothing to do with that really. Right. Matt, what do you do? You agree or disagree? Um. Do you think he should go or do you think he's important to wrestling? Yeah. Oh, I mean, aside from the Lex Express, uh, <laughs> um, and him body slamming Yokozuna and getting a you know a sweet helicopter ride onto, you know, on that Fourth of July, uh, yeah, Lex hasn't really had that big of an impact. He was kind of a dickhead, uh, to be honest with you. You know, I heard a lot of people say that he didn't, he wasn't necessarily proud to be a part of the wrestling business, mm-hmm. and he was a part of the reason why Miss Elizabeth died, um, which, you know, that's a sh- shot right there. But, uh, yeah, you know what? The one If, if Lex could have pulled it off, uh, I would say he was an important wrestling, but he was one of the first people. He's actually very intelligent. Uh, he proposed starting a wrestler's union to protect the guys, um, and it's it's it scared a lot of people. Um, it definitely did, but... Uh, I think if he would have came through with it, it might have made the business a little bit better. I don't. I mean, I can't speak well, exactly, but t- to we'll be fair, Hulk know. Hogan kind of put a stomp to it. Yeah, well, that's what Hulk Hogan does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, put a leg drop on it. <laughs> yeah, he did, brother. Uh, so I mean, it's because he didn't do that. He's not really an important part of, of pro wrestling lore. Ooh. So you agree with me? He can go. Yeah. Yep. All right, Chris. What do you think? Uh, unpopular opinion. Oh, no. I don't think he should go, and here's why. I don't think he's important in respects to uh, being a great wrestler or, or, or anything like that. But I do think he's important in many of the things that happened in the history of wrestling since he's been around, that if we didn't have those things, it may have altered the course for how things uh, happen. One of the things you mentioned, Johnny, was the first to defect to WCW, and that was a big deal. Like the when he showed up at the mall, uh, that first recording, you know, what was it? Monday? It was the first Monday Nitro, right? Um, yeah, and it was in it was. it was in the mall, Mall of America, and and you know, all of a sudden, and a lot of the boys in the ring had no clue he was coming, so they all are kind of shocked looking at him. So that is actually that is a moment in his wrestling history that is super impactful, and literally is like if you look at if you're a fan of history, you'll know what the shot heard around the world means. So this is literally the shot heard around the world that kicks off the Monday Night Wars. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's a super important part to the history of wrestling. Also, he did have, you know, there were there were there were moments, not that he had the greatest matches ever, but there were moments in in his history of wrestling where it was important to what was happening at the time. So, uh, you know, the, the Ric Flair's just a little greater because he went up against, you know, a, a Luger at times. Sting is just a little bit more elevated because of Luger. You know what I mean? All of these other guys can credit Luger for just that little bit. Not not everything, but without Luger, they they might be dropping down just slightly. Um, again, none of this is because he's great. It's about how his presence at all affected, you know, overall the 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 history of wrestling. And I feel like we wouldn't the cat. You, the, the, I think the thing that you said is that there has to be some sort of cascading thing that shows that it doesn't affect anything at all. And I feel like if you took him out completely, uh, it, you would. It would be like butterfly effect. I, wrestling definitely wouldn't be the same as it is today, whether or not there's my, a union or I not. I like that argument. I really like that argument. Uh, the arg- The argument is fine, but my <laughs> counter argument to that would be. Uh, WCW was throwing so much money and such a better schedule yeah. at the other wrestlers that they would have been somebody if not Lex. Oh, true. It's so true. They would have gotten somebody. It's true. But well, who knows what that feeling would have been? You know what I mean? Because it was such a shock. Yeah. Because at the time it was Lex. It was the, you know, whether we liked it or not, he was still kind of a big deal back then to the fans and to right. the industry. Yeah, so. that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's definitely fair. 
And you're not wrong. Oh, and you're not either, dude. I I mean, (laughs) I would get rid of them right away, but I don't know that I agree that it it would be better for the industry. It'd be better for my personal industry, my personal watching of wrestling. Also, I mean, come on. We would never have that classic match where we see Bruiser Brody just no-sell anymore and Lex just look completely (laughs) perplexed in 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 the cage like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? That's probably one of the most like <laughs> most. It's fun. One of the funniest, you know, moments in history of all time. And speaking of Bruiser, we'll be touching on him a little later on another podcast. But yeah, uh, dude, that's just it's classic. We would never have that. Well, I, I also propose that all three of us have to agree on a wrestler for them to go. So I guess Lex is staying. Thanks to Chris. So, <laughs> Lex, you need to write to Chris and say thank you, sir. I'm gonna get a note in the mail that just says "God bless you." all right so my mine um it's this first one is actually not a wrestler the question was in pro wrestling history uh from entering the business and i'm gonna go backstage executive role Ooh, nice uh to wcw's jim hurd um i don't know if any (laughs) of you have ever heard of jim hurd but he's yes kind of very familiar yeah he's kind of a big reason why the NWA and WCW severed their relationship a little bit. Yeah. Um, Jim Hurd was dog shit at booking things like at all. Like Ric Flair hated him. He didn't knew, know anything. Um, and it, it's actually kind of funny because he, his way of competing with the WWF during his tenure was to create the same goofy characters that the WWF was mm-hmm. throwing out there religiously. Let's take a look at some of these characters that uh, Jim Hurd proposed. All right. First up, the Hunchbacks with the gimmick in which. <laughs> That's amazing. It, it, it was a gimmick in which they could not be pinned because their humps would prevent their shoulders from touching. The oh, mats. my God. Yeah, that's perfect. That is amazing. Oh, here. And after that idea was rejected by the booking committee, he came up with the bell wearing team, the Ding Dongs portrayed by the Rock and Roll Rebels. Oh, God. Uh, the Rock and Roll Rebels weren't a very long-lasting tag team, um, but, yeah, he did that. Um, after that, he came up with Big Josh, a lumberjack who was accompanied by Dancing Bears. This is one of his ideas. So he just wanted to turn it into a cartoon, essentially. But um, amongst all this, because of these ideas, Stan Hansen left and went to All Japan Pro Wrestling after the idea was pitched to him to become a part of a comedic cowboy stable called the Desperados. <laughs> yes. Cowboys are hot, man. Good yeah, Lord. Yes, so. It gets better. Jim Cornette and Stan Lane also left the organization in, in October 1990, breaking up the Midnight Express and leaving Bobby Eaton on his own because Jim Hurd would blame uh, Cornette on all of his issues. Um, and then, like, the the Road Warriors left, and actually, this is where it gets good. Um, I hope you guys have heard the story. If not, you're pre- be prepared. Uh, Jim Hurd's big idea was for Ric Flair to cut his hair and adopt a Roman gladiator gimmick called <laughs> Spartacus oh, to change with the times. And Ric Flair was fucking fuming. Uh <laughs> He should have just come up with other people that looked just like him, and we had to pick who the real Spartacus was. I, <laughs> he, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> Could you imagine the the NWA World Heavyweight Champion known as just Spartacus? That was his idea, um, and like there, got, there was a Hercules. Yeah, but Sparta, you don't change Ric Flair <laughs> to Spartacus. Um, no, you don't. I agree, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, he like Jim Hurd hated Ric Flair. I don't know if he just, I don't know what it was, but he just hated him. Uh, said that Ric Flair was past his prime and that the money was with Sting and uh, Lex Luger, ironically enough. But uh, he actually wanted Flair to take a pay cut, and Flair said, no, that's not happening. Uh, and Hurd wanted him to drop the title to Luger, which I found interesting. Lex Luger and, and Ric Flair was like, nope. That's not going to happen. Uh, but Ric Flair did agree to drop the belt to Barry Windham. Uh, oh, that's a hurt agree- from the past. Yeah. He's like that. Windham, you know, had deserved a run. Uh, but as they were getting ready for it, Hurd fired Ric Flair, uh, who still had the WCW NWA title and 
eventually obviously took it over to the WWF, which was a big thing, big deal. So they lost the big gold championship for a couple of years. He, uh, he really, I mean, I guess he brought WCW down so far that the NWO stage was refreshing. Um, but yeah, he, I think he destroyed WCW for a good, a good period amount of time. And, and in the long run hurt the NWA, I, I personally feel. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'll agree with you tough for me. This one's tough for me. Go ahead, Chris. I was gonna say I'll agree with you. Only because I didn't know so much about that, but when you when I hear all that ticked off, I'm like, Yeah, we we don't need that. No. He definitely has a, a reputation, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh I the only thing I will say, and this is not in defense of, well, I guess it is in defense of him. I will say overall I agree with you, so I'm cool with us kicking him out. But I will say if we're gonna kick out every promoter or whoever who had bad gimmick ideas, we wouldn't have any promoters or any of them. Uh, Vince McMahon had plenty himself that were awful, yes. awful, awful, terrible. Yes, so, but the good, the good, the good outweighed the bad in that case. Where Jim Hurd, this is all he knew was bad gimmick ideas. That's my argument for Jim Hurd. Um, you know, Vince has had great ideas, some really, really bad ones, but a lot of great ones. You know what? That we know today. Eric Bischoff. I think he's kind of breaking even now. <laughs> think, oh, yeah, okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, Jim Hurd's my but first one. But you're not one. wrong. Yeah, Jim Hurd's my first one. Nice. Uh, so Hurd's gone. I'm the only one who can't get somebody kicked off so far. All right, Chris, who's next? All righty. Uh, my next one is Enzo Amore. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I feel like there's just nothing at all that you could take him out completely and everything would still be uh, you know where it is now uh, it would it, the world of wrestling would not hurt a bit um yeah enzo that's all the only piece of crap the, yeah the only thing Grady's ever done was when he got in that fight at an in at a concert so is, is that was that a uh, real fight was that would you call that a fight <laughs> would you mean that? no no <laughs> but uh, I'm with you, hundred uh, percent. You don't even need to explain anything else. Just say Enzo, and I'm going to agree with you. So <laughs> nice, Matt. Do you agree? Yeah, he can. He can go. He had a cool gimmick for a little while, but yeah, he can go. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> was it really cool? I never liked it. <laughs> I, I thought. I mean, catchphrases are cool. They. They. I'm a sucker for. I like catchphrases. Phrases. Yeah, I get that. Uh, but that's the only thing he had, in my opinion. <laughs> that a tall friend. That's the only thing he had. <laughs> yep. Basically, all right. Peace out, Enzo. So my next, I got a, I got a rough one now. This one's tough mm. because this one does affect history. I'm admitting right off the bat. Ooh, but okay, uh, my argument would be the type of person and who he was to work with. I've never ever heard uh, good stories of anybody had to work with this guy in the ring. And uh, outside of the ring, he had some choice views on things that I. That do not go well today. Uh, I know a lot of people loved him growing up, but Ultimate Warrior. Oh is, God! I that's know how so tough this hard. Is. He affects a lot yes, because technically really he was uh, next in line from from Hogan. So I understand from a history standpoint. Uh, but man, he's just—he's so tough. It's a—he was a tough one, but I, I had to go. I had to go Ultimate Warrior. Uh, I understand if you guys don't agree, but you know it's just that. He had some choice opinions on things that he made sure everybody knew, and nobody wanted to work with him because, uh, you know, it's been said time and time again. Whenever he do that overhand, <laughs> that overhead uh, a slam, he literally just grab your balls and just squeeze them <laughs> as he's holding you up. Who wants that? Not me. And I like to be touched any point I can get. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> That I I can't even argue with that. Oh, <laughs> holy so, shit! So feel free to disagree. With it me. is hard, dude. It is hard because for me, there's again, it's almost like the Luger thing. Not the greatest wrestler. Didn't have much in his arsenal. You know, uh, overall, I, I do not agree with a lot of his his personal views as well. I know he was a, a uh, you know the, the there was many times he was very racist, uh, homophobic, all kinds of stuff. Um, just not a, yeah, not a fan, not a fan of the guy at all. However, in the world of wrestling, in history, all of the things that we 
gotten again how he's helped elevate others uh and storylines and 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 put moments in our minds not because of his greatness but because of the overall story being told and it's unfortunately he was the one a part of it but he was it's hard for me to pull him away man not a fan. I, I, Not a fan, though. I would I would argue against that. That people are always putting him over, and he never put anybody over. Yo, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's a good point. I don't know. See, when I grew up, uh, you know, growing up in the early early '90s, just kind of discovering wrestling. Like everybody always referenced the Ultimate Warrior. Obviously, they never knew the backstage stuff. Yeah, the, you know that that all thing. But like presentation. On TV, everyone's like, "Oh, the Ultimate Warrior was awesome." And the older you get, you realize how bad of a you know he wasn't a great wrestler, and obviously he's a, quite the politic, uh, polit- backstage politician to 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 never lose and just squash people and and this and that. Oh, I'm split down the middle on this one. I really am. Mm, yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, because I mean, you got to think Hogan. Hogan's torch was, you know, was, he was passing the torch essentially. Yeah. Like WrestleMania six. People were starting to get sick of him um, at that point. Like, who would have stepped up if Warrior wasn't there? That's oh, they had plenty. Oh. They had plenty of talent. I would have picked anybody for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But for the See, kids, it's easier for they, me because I was never a Warrior fan ever. Yeah, same like, I never here. Cared for same him here. Ever. But yeah. he did capture like the promos. imagination of kids, yeah. though. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You talked me out of it. Just for his promos alone, which are just <laughs> insane. <laughs> I'll okay keep him around just for that. <laughs> but he did. He did capture. He did capture the imagination of kids. Like to kids, he was like a superhero. You know, with the colorful face uh, painted mask kind of thing going. Uh, the tat. The so colorful tassels. The <laughs> He would come in and shake the ropes and look, and it made it look like he was literally shaking the entire ring. So it was it was entertaining for kids. Uh, but I agree with you guys. Yeah, I'll tell you this, Chris. And, this, and, and you're not so wrong about the kids. The <laughs> I, whenever I whenever I'm trying to be funny, I'm way funnier to kids than anybody else. So kids, uh, well, you're in the wrong business then. You're in the wrong yeah, business. They don't. They don't know what's good. We can't depend on them. For you need to call. Up, you need to call up five dollar and then just start painting colors all over your face. Uh, I don't want to take other people's gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, who do you got next? Okay, I've been doing some thinking on this one. I, originally, I had one person, even though I don't think he is. Uh, I don't think he his presence here or away from wrestling would be, be a big deal, but um, I, I decided to change it. I'm going to go with Batista. Ooh. Ooh. I wanted to be edgy. I wanted to be edgy. You're walking that Ooh. edge, bro. I walk alone. <laughs> That's a good one. What are the reasoning? What's your reasoning? What's the All argument? Right. Um, you know, I, I, Batista was never like that mega star for me he had a cool little run couple years and he wisely went to hollywood and took it you know he's actually a really good actor i i, I don't want to take that away from him i i actually like his acting better than i do the rocks um and I, i'll happily stick, stand behind that statement um but wrestling like he just didn't have that big of an impact uh you know he was kind of a whore uh, a lot of people talked bad about him you know it, it, it he pretty much wrote a book, and it was just about him banging all the divas. Uh, essentially, there was, yeah. however long the book was, that was pretty much him talking about it. Um, but he was just, a, I mean, he's a bodybuilder type. Like he, I don't know. He was like a big man that couldn't wrestle, and those aren't my kind of favorite big men. And he was just kind of negative. You always just, you always heard bad stories about him. Uh, you really did. And, you know, I think it could be a case his push came because he was a Triple H buddy. Um, it could very well be that. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I was never, I never went to a wrestling show or turned on re- SmackDown or Raw and was like, man, I can't wait to see what Batista does tonight. <laughs> not, not once have I ever done that. <laughs> not once. And I, like I said, I do want to keep it very clear. Great actor. And I think he has, you know, he's he's probably a great, you know, great person. Real, maybe, maybe I don't know. Um, great actor though. I don't want to take that away from him. But as far as being in a wrestling ring, uh, if he never decided to, to pick up wrestling, uh, I think I, I think wrestling would be okay. I think it's still it'd 
probably might be a little bit better off. Maybe. I don't know. Oh man. This is this is tough. Yeah. I'll agree. This is this is this <laughs> oh man. Yes. Uh, yes. Now it's up to Johnny. I was just never really I'm, a big of fan, and I agree. I just don't feel like he had that much of an impact or that if you took him out, it would really affect the world of wrestling. Oh, man, this is tough for me. I'm, I'm looking at this from the standpoint of I'm such a big Drax fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shit, keep it separated. Keep it separated. You, yeah, because he I did say the can. acting is great. I don't think you can because I. the only reason I feel he got into acting was because he was seen mainstream uh, in wrestling. That's a good uh, point. Just like, you know, Hogan would have never been a, I want to use the word actor in quotation marks for him, but. Dookie. Uh, <laughs> greatest scene in all of the, in all of the movie, them right there. Uh, but uh, it's, this one's tough. I don't, I never thought he was near as bad as you guys said. I'm not saying that I was a giant fan of his, but I didn't mind him. I guess I'm a sucker for a power bomb. Maybe that's what it is. It was a sweet uh, power bomb. I will give him that. Yeah, I really enjoyed the Powerbomb. And from interviews I've seen with him, he honestly really, truly loves pro wrestling. Uh, so that goes a long way with me. Um, I don't know any of the backstage stuff with him, though, so maybe people hate him backstage for all I know. I, I have no clue. Pretty much what I got for from it was that he he banged everybody's women. Like, he was doing Melina when Morrison was dating her. Yeah, uh, that sounds like most wrestlers, though, right? <laughs> I guess I don't know. You're probably right. You're no, yeah, you're right. Uh, you're definitely right. Uh, I, I don't know. That's I'm putting a big, a big generalization there that I can't, cannot back up in any way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but truly, I truly feel he wouldn't have got the acting gigs if it wasn't for the wrestling. And I think he's even said that. So uh, I'm going to say no, just purely because I do feel, even though you want to keep them separated, I don't think they are. That's fair. That's a fair point. Nice. Noise. I know it feels, man. I can't get anybody to get kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who's, who's my turn? Yes. All right. So uh, I had one, and then as we've been talking, there was one that came to mind. I was like, oh, how did I forget about him? So I have my last one is a tie between two. Can I do that? Yeah. yeah go ahead. Ken Shamrock. <gasps> <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, dude. Ken Shamrock, to me, was always just this kind of douchey, you know, fighter in real life. He was a real fighter. And, yeah, he came, but, like, it was one of these things where if he, like, you, you did something wrong a certain way, you could see he was going for you, and he didn't care. Man, I just wanted him to have a different facial expression <laughs> just once. Just not a fan. Not a fan of him in real life. Not a fan just of him. <laughs> Just once. I just feel, once change of facial expression. I feel like if that's you, all I ask. I don't think you can. I think his face has been punched that way. Like that's literally the structure of his <laughs> face. Um, it's molded. That's exactly. Molded that way. I used to love his little his, his shit. His fire up was so bad. I I just feel like oh. if you honestly, if you took him out, nothing's missing. Nothing at all. Wrestling is perfectly fine. Um, and then, so this this other one, if you take him out, there's little things that are missing only because of the promotion, but everything else was garbage and dangerous. Was uh, Remember Mike Awesome? Yes. Yes. Good Lord. Yeah. Again, you could take him out and he'd be completely fine. <laughs> so that's my tie for, 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 the, for the back nine. You guys can uh, agree, disagree, or 50-50, agree on one and not the other. Uh, I'm going to agree with Shamrock. I know that's going <laughs> to kill, kill Matt. Uh, I was just never I'm Shamrock dying guy. over here. I, am I would never dead. I'll, I'll say this: I would never tell this to his face because he would murder. Yeah, me. obviously. But because the guy's a legit tough, tough man, uh, I just never could get into any of his stuff. And I'm just telling you, if somebody can't have different facial expressions, it just bugs the freaking crap out of me. Like just, I don't care. You don't need to ever smile, but have a different part have more of, than one type yeah, of grimace. Yeah, it's part of the storytelling. I mean, just at least have two different types of grimaces. <laughs> you know, do, do something right. Make uh, your other eye become that lazy kind of sleepy eye. Oh my god! <laughs> Who are we talking? Is, I feel like HBK? I'm getting stabbed in a shower over here. This is horrible. <laughs> is, are we talking about HBK with the lazy eye? <laughs> oh, I mean, what's going on? Oh lord! <laughs> and he's a legend. I'll, I'll, I'm keeping HBK. Oh, I'm getting rid of Shamrock. Uh, and for the other guy, 
Uh, man, again, I'm a sucker for a powerbomb. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Yeah, the it, it was good powerbombs, but the like he was dangerous, dude. He injured a lot of guys with those powerbombs, and we have enough guys that did that. We don't need Mike Awesome doing it also, right? Like Sid Vicious, Vader. Uh, wasn't didn't Vader like literally snap a guy's back in half? Who was it? I who was it. who was it that did that? Somebody took a power bomb and literally it. he broke their back or broke their neck. I can't remember who it was now. Lester broke Hardcore Holly's neck on accident with a power bomb. Oh, that's true. That's right. But anyway, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, if, if, uh, if, but you can talk me into him. I'll let him go. But I'm, uh, I'll, I'll let them both go. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> well, <laughs> in defense of Ken Shamrock, we have def- Matt Johnson. Yes, uh, I am a huge. Ken Shamrock Mark and Albite being a very terrible uh, <laughs> in the ring. He had the best theme music. Uh, <laughs> it was actually my first favorite theme song, uh, entrance song. Um, but that's all I got. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, and I, used, I was actually used to study Ken. <laughs> that, that's, I used to study Ken Shamrock, uh, you know, when I was wrestling because of his, his intensity. Even though his fire ups were terrible, um, he legit get a couple like clotheslines in and just ah, and that was his fire up, uh, which was pretty weak. So I do understand <laughs> that uh, it was a cool crossover thing because I think him and Dan Seven were like the first two major guys to transfer from yeah. UFC mixed martial arts to the you know WWF, and it was kind of a big deal at the time. But yeah, because um, they were the legit fighters. It was dangerous now. Yeah, I mean, you get those sweet Lions Den matches, yeah. uh, you know, that were not very memorable. Um, <laughs> but for Ken Shamrock's case, too, he was the very first TNA champion. Hmm. So who, who would have been? Yeah, I was going to say, who would have been in line then? Who else was who was who else was at TNA at the same time? Dude, they hit Ernest the Cat Miller. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be a blast for me to you, man. I'm sure in some other ones, I'd much have much rather watch Ernest the Cat Miller <laughs> than Ken Shamrock, and it's not even close. You are so lucky you live so far away, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I would. I was gonna go so far as to say I'd I'd, I'd rather watch Little Donnie matches. Oh my god! Oh, no, oh, that's not even close either. That's not even that's not even the same atmosphere for me. That is Little pre- Donnie all the way. That is preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see what this man goes through. He's a machine. He gets up after everything. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's so great. Um, All right. I do. I do have. I do have a a last one. Yeah. Uh, originally, I was gonna go. I was gonna go with Vader. I mean, he was brought up before, and there's a lot of reasons. Mm. Um, but I feel like that would be tough. I, I was on the fence with him, so I changed it. Uh, if I could get rid of. This from wrestling, that'd be great. It's the Lex Express. <laughs> so uh, I agree, one hundred percent. Thank you. That bus was stupid. It was so ridiculous. Why do you, why do you hate me today? What is your issue? <laughs> why do you hate me, Johnny? What is this? Oh, here comes the heat. You're my you're my Byron Saxton <laughs> <laughs> to my Corey Graves. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. So that was your last one, there, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did want to give a quick shout out, uh, honorable mention to the nasty boys. I hope they get both get hit by cars. Oh, uh, Wilson yeah. Sags, who is in the hospital currently, um, and doesn't deserve a dime of that GoFundMe. Just saying. Oof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this, all these are the opinions of Matt Johnson. Uh, <laughs> he's a dickhead. This is he amazing. Hit, you know why I don't like him? Because he hit Ken Shamrock with one of those toilet seat covers. <laughs> <laughs> and knocked him unconscious in a hotel room. Him so and, Sa- him and no- Nobs and Sag Sags jumped Ken Shamrock in a hotel room. So, so, you, those- so your argument is to get me and Johnny to actually like the Nasty Boys. No, this yeah. is my last pick. This is my last <laughs> pick. You just honorable mention, but um, don't you- oh, wait. I just got that, and you better not like the Nasty Boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And- all right. Hashtag Team Nasty. <laughs> All right. So my last one is going to be Vince Russo. Ooh. Oh, this one's tough. Oh, man. I, I can't wait for this. Here, this is a here fun are the one. pros. Here are the pros to Mr. Vince Russo. The Attitude Era. Yeah. 
Viagra on a pole match. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. The, neg- the, the negatives. Viagra on a pole match. Yes. And the end of the WCW and yep. uh, really bad TNA booking for some ungodly reason. I don't know why they hired him. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Vince Russo was an absolute loose cannon. And, uh, you know, yeah. he was good in WWF. Granted, he was a big part of the Attitude Era, but he was controlled by Vince McMahon. So that those two kind of reverberated a lot of good ideas off each other. McMahon kept him in check, and thus the Attitude Era was, you know, created. I have to, um, oh, man. With WCW, he was given free reign, and that's kind of why it sucked Yeah, uh, I, at the end. You get all those issues with uh, with Jeff Jarrett laying down for oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know, that I think it was a bash at the beach, maybe. And there was a lot yeah. of other stuff that went on. Russo just had some bad booking ideas. So if Russo disappears, for starters, you may not, you know, you may not have the attitude arrow. Well, There's I would a good chance it doesn't happen. It is a good chance, but I do would I would have to say Bischoff didn't care about what Russo was doing. He was already he was headstrong. He had an idea with what he wanted to do. He had an edgier view. So I have a feeling Vince would have found the right guy, uh, or he would have let Heyman loose, right? And we, I still think we would have seen attitude. It would have been different, I think, but we still would have seen some sort of something to come out and match what Bischoff was trying to do. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a great point because I, I, I have heard story that, that Russo is a big part of the reason why Stone Cold yeah. was is known as you know the way he is today, um, which I could understand you can tell that those dramatics that russo pulled in other places it just worked for stone cold um i would have to i would have to say to to your credit matt um if vince russo wasn't around and i think there's a lot of people in the wrestling community so much even his brother uh would go so far as to say we would still have owen hart that's that's a huge point too yeah Um, that's it was great. a bit for a long, yeah, that. for the longest. I mean, I don't know if it's still viewed this way, but I know for the longest time, Brett blamed Vince for his brother's death. Uh, a yeah. lot of people in in the wrestling world looked at Vince Russo as because he was so like you know careless and so just kind of uh, a, a, a danger a danger to work for sometimes with some of the gimmicks and some of the things he was trying to pull off. Um, you know, it's it's. It's we I it's a big chance that if he had not been around, we'd still have Owen around. That's entirely that's entirely possible. I mean, granted, Shawn Michaels did you know do something relatively similar, yeah, and safer for WrestleMania, but um, you know, it, it's just it wasn't needed. It was no, nah, not at all. So silly. It was such a silly idea. Um, on top of other silly ideas, he might even be responsible for May Young being. You know, giving birth to a hand uh, <laughs> at the hands of Mark Henry. I, I would I mean, actually like probably that's a bad thing. That's, I, yeah, that's one of the greatest things of Attitude Era. <laughs> Good lord, uh, I, this one's really tough because it's the whole Attitude Era. It's so important to, even though it, yeah. it hasn't aged well, it's so important to wrestling's history. I um, mean, it's when it was the hottest it had ever been. Uh, it was beyond mainstream. Uh, it was actually. You actually, you know, you could admit to your friends you're a wrestling fan. I never cared about that, but you know, a lot of people are like, are like ashamed to be a wrestling fan for whatever reason. But during that time, you you weren't ashamed because it was the hottest thing ever. Uh, and also, for me personally, uh, I'm a giant fan of the Nintendo 64 WWF games, uh, and those are all because of the Attitude Era. So, good point. Uh, there's a good point. So this one's really tough for me. I'm very much on the fence. Like him as a person. He just seems, I've never met him, obviously, this is all from stuff I've heard and seen. He just seems slimy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I don't, I don't think I'd ever want to, he might be, he might actually be a decent person for all I know, if you actually know him and are friends with him. But uh, to me, I don't know if I'd ever want to get that close. But isn't that everybody? Personally. I mean, Hitler had people yeah. who thought he was an awesome guy because they were good friends. <laughs> okay. All right, let's not compare people to him. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, <laughs> like that doesn't just because... What are you saying about anybody? Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, In fact, comparison, they're not near as worse. <laughs> but, like, Hitler, there were people who were his best friends, and they were like, oh, he's a great guy. What are you talking about? Some people love his paintings. I mean, what's that to do with it? There you go. Yeah, he used to enjoy a nice <laughs> glass of wine. We used to sit back and have a nice glass of wine together yeah. and, and enjoy a couple of cigars. 
<laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, who knew? But uh, anyway, yeah. So there you go. Uh, there you have it. These are our thoughts. Doesn't mean it reflects uh, wrestling as a whole. But yeah, a lot of the uh, I have to agree with some of the some of the things that we brought up tonight. That that you know, wrestling could be much better with without some of these, and with some of them, if we lost them, definitely wrestling wouldn't be the same. So it, it's kind of like one of the the yin and yang, right? You you get good, you get bad, you got to take them all. There you have it. Facts of life. It's the facts of life. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I think overall though, the one I agreed with the most was Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all just immediately were just like, "Yep, let's go on." What else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't need discussion. It was just an, uh... like I was mad I didn't think of him. That's how much I agree with it. <laughs> all right, guys, you guys have anything else you want to bring up before we move on? Nope. All right. No, I think we're good. Well, we're not taking this one home yet, boys, because this is a match that's going to make its way to the backstage this is going to make its way out into the streets this is a false count anywhere match if you guys want to continue to listen to us talk about our next topic which is the death of bruiser brody head to your podcast app head to itunes wherever you listen to podcasts and search for the podcast history creeps on that show johnny and i do a spinoff little show on the same feed called that's odd in which today matt is joining us and we are going to be talking about bruiser brody so Go over there, check it out. Uh, if you don't want to, uh, no one's keeping you here. Go home. Uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, if you don't want to listen to it, uh, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>